do, are you really sure you want the Powerpuff Girls show to come out? Like, yes. Why? <laughs> just, just why? Because I know it will be bad. That's why. <laughs> you want to you want to watch it because you know it's it'll be bad. Exactly. It's fun. It's fun to watch shitty things. You've seen the room. You've seen Troll too. Aren't those fun to watch? I was, I'm gonna, I was like half paying attention during Troll Two, but then again, whoever pays full attention to that, I feel like, um, uh, certainly not me. I haven't gotten <laughs> through the entire movie sober yet. I feel like that's like the remember. perfect movie to watch to watch drunk though. Yeah, remember that one day where we had that drinking <laughs> game and I kept drinking too much. Yeah, it was like 30 minutes into the movie and I was shit faced. <laughs> It was it was better than the second time we did that, where we watched two movies and I got so drunk even before the movie started, I I began sleeping on the floor. Yep, I remember that. We were trying to convince you to drink some drink some water, and that we we tried to uh what was it? We tried to take the drink from you to like fill it ourselves. We we're like, oh yeah, we're gonna fill it with alcohol, and it was just with water. And I think you pointed it out every time that you. I think you took like one sip, and you're like, this is in alcohol. <laughs> uh, Luckily, we were at your do... place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I need to do another fucking drunk stream. That that sounds like fun, dude. I saw I saw uh. Uh, Twitter post by Jeremy Dooley. He's going to do mm-hmm. a cooking. He's going to make bug snacks. So he got like some Google eyes and he's going to cook out some like some 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 snacks that be like the, the bug snacks and put googly eyes on them so he can call them bug snacks. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> Come on, you know, you, you know, you love it. I'd only love it if they spoke to me beforehand, so I know that they're suffering as they're going down. <laughs> they can they can just sound the noise. They can just make the noise. <laughs> uh, just as they go down, you hear bunger. <laughs> exactly. You just, you just you didn't want you want to like say it. You just put it in in chat. What are you freaking nuts? Crazy person up there. Well, it's another it's another podcast. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode. Of That's just gamer talk. What, uh, what episode are we on at this point? You know, that's a good fucking question. You'd think I would uh, look that up before I started. I uh, I did not. Which reminds okay. me, add to a couple episodes back when I said, "Oh, I think episode, our next episode is like fifty-two. It'll be like a or year." And I was like, "We're on forty-eight." <laughs> Fucking liar! Oh, that was me. Oh man. Yeah. Don't I feel like a fool now? Oh well. You live and you learn, right? Yep. You live and you learn. Oh, hello. Thanks for the follow, man. Right. Fragilities. 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 Oh, weren't you? Oh, hold on for a second. Fragilities. Were Were you not at uh, Ghost Stream last night? If you're If you're, if you're around, because if you were, I appreciate the follow. I only watched a little bit of Ghost Stream last night because my head was trying to kill me last night. I went to bed at seven fifteen that night, and I woke up at five a.m. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> but boy, did that feel good. All right. I was able to watch a little bit of Ghost Stream. I watched as much as I could before he logged off, which was like an hour or so, I I think. Yeah, I I, I dropped I dropped a resub and then I said, oh my my head's trying to it's trying to kill me, so I'm like gonna just listen to it. <laughs> just bounce. And then I realized, oh, I just should, I should just go to bed. I laid down on my couch and I just said, okay, I'm, I shut my eyes and I almost fell asleep right there. And I'm like, all right, it's time for me to go to bed. That's what happened to me last night. Happens too often. I'll be, I'm like, okay, I'll just rest my head for a little bit and I'll wake up at like four or five in the morning, and drag myself over to my actual bed and sleep for an hour. <laughs> uh, my couch is not big enough for me, so my feet, it, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. So it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. So the fact that I was falling asleep on my couch uh, told me I was very tired. It doesn't for me either. That's that's the worst part. You see, my head will be laying on a pillow, and then my feet will be hanging off the end of the couch. <laughs> and I think that adds to the immersion, because I'm just kicking the air at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Uh, I say we should get started and not talk about our poor sleeping habits. No. <laughs> All right. So there's a... Uh, there was a, there was a few things going on, and I wanted to make this more of a lighter podcast, considering the last couple have been just talking about just really awful stuff with uh, Activision Blizzard. So, yeah, well, we're not going to. There was not much to, to say about that anymore. But remember, that's still going on, and uh, don't forget about it. That's all I wanted to say mm -hmm. on that. Hundred um, percent. But one of the I, I personally I think the next the next thing I have here uh, is really funny, and that's why I have it here. I don't think it's of any relevance whatsoever, but I think it's funny. It's actually kind of an update to Epic v. Apple and Google in this way, in this case. But hey, um, it's it's more of just funny. So uh, Google apparently at one point and maybe still is tried to buy Epic Games. What? Now, the funny thing, the funny thing about this is, is that. Epic didn't even know it was happening until about a week ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, Google just came up to them and said, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll pay you this amount of money to, to make you sell to us. And they go, wait, what, what, what the fuck is this? And they're like, yeah, we're, we're trying to buy you and stuff like that. And they're like, wait, what? You were? What? 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 This is news to us. <laughs> just... The the fact is that the person that was trying to buy them, or like like trying to be bought, didn't even know they were trying to be bought. <laughs> uh, this is mainly a move to try and silence them from the from the whole thing, and that they because they didn't want to go into a, a huge legal battle, probably because they don't they know they probably weren't gonna win it. I suppose so. Uh, if I had to take a guess, so. I, I really, time, I do really do. I really do wonder. Like, is it is it cheaper to buy Epic Games or cheaper just to fight the lawsuit? Then again, if you don't know you're winning the lawsuit, um, it might be cheaper. At the same time, you need that content for Stadia, that very <laughs> real service that's still going on. Trust me, I don't think that's what they were thinking of. <laughs> I, I bet you they were like, "Oh yeah, we could, you know, make a bunch of money off Fortnite." That's probably what they were thinking. On their app store. Probably. 
Maybe they could have even like done a controversial thing and take it off androids and stuff like that. Ooh. It's, or I guess no, take it off Apple, not not on their uh other one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's why I had it here. I was like, there's literally nothing else other than that. Uh yeah, because last week Epic turned down an undetailed offer by Google. Uh and then, and that, and then they basically had another cheeky remark about it, saying, "Oh, we'll just keep getting around your storefront by telling people to download it on the Epic Games website rather than, you know, your app store." Just kind of giving them a little uh, reminder of what they can, what the power that they have over them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just we thought... developed the game. B B word. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> And I says, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> what All the right. fuck is this podcast anymore? What is, what's going Is there a full moon tonight? Because <laughs> I, I, we, we're, we're weird today. But we're 10, we're 10 minutes in already. And we're, and we're just we're going, way, yeah, bitch. Way yeah, bitch. <laughs> Oh man, we—I think we already hit two point two of our points that we haven't hit in a while. We're talking Powerpuff Girls and fucking Epic V Apple. <laughs> we did talk about Powerpuff Girls, didn't we? Yeah, a, little, a little bit. We did, we did. We talked a little bit about it at the beginning. You brought it up before we started, and I just had to bring it up again because I'm so excited. <laughs> I want to know. All right, we can't. We can't do this. We can't. We can't. We already. We've been over this. <laughs> we can't. Uh, all right. But what if we did? No. <laughs> what What if we did? Uh, um, no. Uh, so, interview with uh, with Valve the other day uh, revealed that the Steam Deck might not have the same performance when it is docked. So We're already almost at a bingo. We just need to talk about Persona at some oh, point. Oh, shit. Well, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. Uh, but, so, the, the, the Steam Deck might not be as powerful when they're, when they're docked. This is mainly due to the power source uh i guess the power source power uh power supply in the in the steam deck is not doesn't have the ability to uh supply power to the keyboard mouse and a, a 1080p monitor it's 1080p or 4k monitor and then not like have shortages in other places so mm -hmm. ultimately games that are more graphic intensive will probably take a hit as a result of that um the main game they're uh, that was had major issues. Surprisingly, was uh, well, I guess not surprisingly, but uh, was Control. Control was a pretty graphic intensive one on at some points. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, especially so, with all the physics that are going around. Yeah, that's mainly why is with all the physics and stuff like that. When there's a lot happening on the screen, it tends to kind of get a little yeah. meshy. Um, so there's probably going to be some issues in that. Uh, Valve commented on it, and it says that it will not hurt the system as it is prioritized by, for mobile gaming and not docked. I I see their okay. I see their point, and it, maybe it's just because they they don't know how to fix because like to put a power supply in it that would power all that would probably be too big for the current thing that they like the current system they have. Mm -hmm. I could see I, that, yeah. I could, I could see that being an issue, um, considering when you're trying to jam pack it. I mean, like this thing is already going to probably be way bigger than the Switch itself. 
just seeing oh, yeah, all, all the things and stuff easily. like that. Like, I don't think people are like more fully, bulky too. I don't think p- p- people are fully understanding just how big this thing is going to be compared to the Switch. I feel like. Mm-hmm. So there, there's that. Um, and considering that the dock is sold separately, remember it's not actually sold with the Steam Deck and stuff like that. Uh, I, they're definitely not prioritizing it to be docked. Um, yeah. So I guess I my my question is: Do you think it hurts this uh, sale of Steam of the Steam Deck, or do you think it will not really have any effect? Not really. No. It's a, no question. You said one of the main issues it's having is it has has trouble um, projecting power to like keyboard and mouse and stuff like that. Yes. If you want to if you want to have it on the dock, you will have to use the mouse and keyboard. Well, uh, well, I get that, but. Wait, you'll have to have a mouse and keyboard? You'll oh, no, wait. To, yeah, if it's docked, you'll have yeah. to have a mouse and keyboard. I was going to say, like, if people are getting the dock and planning on using that, I could see them easily wanting to use a controller or something like that as opposed to a keyboard and mouse. I, Cause it, is that... I, I don't know if it runs, uh, if it has, like, controllers or something like that, or if it could use, like, an Xbox controller. I, I still am unsure of whether or not it can. Okay. Um, can, oh. Let's look it up. Can... Well, as long as it has Bluetooth, it should be able to connect. Uh, run. Controller, I guess. Controller support, maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Bluetooth, a variety of devices can work with the Steam Deck, including Bluetooth uh, controllers and earbuds. Okay. Yep. Huh. Maybe that could solve the issue, but I think it's mainly the power supply to the monitor. Is really what it comes down to. Okay. I don't think that's quite there. Um. So yeah. Overall, well, there like and one thing I should say that I didn't mention before is that the games I'm still going. play. The, the games still play fine. Uh, still play great, according to them. Uh, when when you're doing it handheld, it, it's just it's just when it's docked, it doesn't have enough power to supply everything. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're wanting to play a game like Control, do it handheld. Um, but I don't I don't necessarily know if this affects anything because I, I I I'm kind of in agreement with Valve on this one that uh, it's meant for mobile play, so it probably will just be prioritized for mo- mobile play. Yeah. I don't know how many people are buying the Steam Deck to just play it docked all the time. I'm guessing some people are going to think, oh, this is going to be like my ultra cheap, but like um, super effective, like gaming PC. I don't think that's what it's going to. Yeah, I kind of I think that's the thing that Valve's kind of trying to hammer into people is that this is not a gaming PC. This is not a cheap gaming PC like it's meant for mobile and stuff like that. It's meant for you on the go and stuff like that. I think that's they're trying to hammer that point in. Whether or not it will stick with people, we'll see. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was just interesting. I'm just like, oh, for all the stuff like that, and I'm just like, I'm I was kind of surprised. But then I, then they ex- kind of explained it. And I'm like, ah, it kind of makes sense. I, I I see that. I see why that's a I could be an issue now. Um. I just kind of I just kind of find it interesting that they're they don't seem to be too concerned about it, but at the same time they do they do make the point that again it is for mobile play, so hmm. 
or maybe one that's a problem to solve for a future model. I don't know. I think yeah. it's kind of just like a test run, uh, and then they'll see how it, well it goes. I'm not exactly too worried about it. I feel like the people that are going to be into the Steam Deck are going to be a mostly niche crowd anyway. Yeah, that's that's another thing. I'm like, who? I, I still ask myself, who the hell is this for? <laughs> like, I, I, people on the go, I guess that want to play more than what the switch can offer i guess but i i don't know <laughs> i just think i i just also think this is an odd time to be promoting uh uh a, a console that's like on the go all the time uh yeah. considering that you know most people uh, are still at home. For yes, months. and then the the Delta, the Delta variant kind of a thing that might potentially shut everything down again. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope it doesn't, but, you know. Yeah, just an interesting time. It might come down to just poor timing, on, which would suck for, Steve, for Valve, but at yeah. the same time, it's like, look, we can only wait so long. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, one other thing before we get into like the main thing I wanted to talk about today probably was, uh, Twitch, uh, will now gets a little like Twitch streamers now will get more insight onto their, if they are suspended or banned. Uh, it's a step in the right direction from, from what I'm reading, but it's not quite all the way. Basically it comes down to, Twitch will send you a uh, when they they usually send you a report saying you you've been hit with a strike and stuff like that, um, and then it will say whether or not it was on a stream or a vod. What? what? <laughs> Crazy boy. Um, but uh, I lost my train of thought. But it still doesn't tell you like what for. Um. It gives you a general idea of when it happened on like uh, and stuff like that, but you still kind of got to figure out what it's for. Hey, what? What? What, what, is, what is this? That Arthur Morgan? Is that is that is that who that is? That's Joel from the last. Of is it? Oh, is that part yeah. two? I, I haven't I, I, I've never seen. I've never I haven't watched anyone play part two yet. Oh, so. OK, <laughs> that's why that I didn't know. It looked like Arthur so Morgan jokes. to me. That joke's less funny. Yes, because I was like, I do not understand <laughs> what this is then. I'm an uncultured swine, as they say. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I would say it's a... You go ahead. If, if you're, if you're going to go so far as to tell us when it happened, why not just tell people what it's for? Is, is, is yeah. all I'm on about there. Why well, still leave it so ambiguous that I, I guess it's good because like, like we said that now we know when it happened and stuff like that. When Twitch, when we, when that, when the streamer did it, that Twitch didn't like. I just don't know why they're going halfway and not going all the way. <laughs> uh, considering that the, the a mass Which amount has... of mass amount of stuff that like people have been kind of banned or suspended for with the, with either the uh, DMCA claims or all the hot tub stuff that was happening, the 
fucking ASMR shit that was happening earlier this year as well. It's probably still happening, but I just kind of checked yeah. out from that. Um, I don't know. I mean, right now it just seems like Twitch has more problems than it does solutions, and it's very frustrating to watch. I think. I, I just don't feel like they're making enough moves and stuff like that, or the moves they are making are just kind of like cool, but why <laughs> type deal? Because I think yeah. last week I talked about like how the, all the stuff that they're adding to help people not get DMCA claimed, and it was like, oh, turning off clips and turning off vods for category by category and stuff like that and like we're all sitting here going well that's great and all but like uh, how does this solve any issues i i yeah uh, that that's that's the, that's how i look at it i think i'm in the same boat as you is like it just seems like they're not doing enough to help or just kind of doing as little as they can to seem like they're helping yeah maybe one day maybe one day rather than having streamers to go out and buy licenses to play copyrighted music um because maybe one day we'll just have that yeah one of our one of one of our buddies uh goes to mozart he had his uh like comeback stream last night and he talked about how he was playing music because he bought a license to like a just a public light broadcasting license to uh play music on his stream and stuff like that because music is a big part of his stream oh wow Seriously? yeah so he's paying for it himself yeah and so Dang. he has he has a he has like a bunch of the bunch of music that he downloaded and stuff like that and he plays playing on his channel last night and he's like yeah so if uh, twitch comes at me for dmca claims i can tell them that i have a, a license and stuff like that and they can get off my back so i was just like okay i i i don't know how much of those costs cool. but if he, if he's buying it, I I hope he's putting it to good use, which I know he will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was I saw that literally like this was literally published six hours ago. So that's yeah. Come on, Twitch, just just figure it out, man. That's all I'm saying. All right. And then, so, was it Free Guy comes out this week? And this is a yeah. this is a slightly different thing than we than we usually talk about because this isn't necessarily video games, but I mean it's it's a video game movie, and yeah, everyone everyone in Hollywood seems to think that video game movies are the next big thing. They're the next big Marvel and stuff like that. Like they're the next movie that everyone's gonna go out and see. And I'm just like, really? Are you sure? I don't know I mean, about that. Uh, I think audiences re- at res- respond well to good movies. So if these movies come out and they're good, then yeah, they'll do well. If they're not, they won't. Well, and he- and here's what I- and here's what I have to say about that. Y- you're absolutely right that they have to be good for people to want to go out and see them and stuff like that. And if there's a good track yeah. record of them being good, maybe then people will get out more and stuff like that. I also see them doing this mainly because it's they're looking at, you know, like 
they're looking at kids and stuff like that and they're going oh you know kids are playing video games and stuff like that let's go for the kids not just go so much for like the older crowds and stuff like that because they even realize that some of the marvel crowd is starting to get up there in age too but i would sit there and also go but they're also still young at the same time <laughs> yeah i one of those things where marvel hits such a wide market and stuff like that it, it, it like everyone loves superheroes and stuff like that so it hits kids from age 13 even younger than that sometimes to like 50 and stuff like that even maybe even older than that yet yeah but i was just like and so but like when you talk about video games the market is kind of slim it when you when you put it in perspective of what marvel can reach because with superheroes they just have more of a universal appeal than like video games do I, 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 yeah, I also I think mean, that it's can. just like, it's also like, I think that everyone like, cause superheroes and especially uh, superheroes and Marvel films kind of went from nerd culture to uh, just culture. It wasn't just nerd culture anymore. It's just culture. Yeah. So I don't I can know. sort of see where they're coming from then because video gaming, especially during the pandemic has become such a big part of everyone's lives. If that's going to continue being the case, even after pa the pandemic is kind of waiting to be seen, but. Yeah, it's just, just very, it's just very. These are all trends that could be created and died in a matter of days. Like in, in, in like, they're, okay. So I feel like, I feel like what they're really hanging their hat on is, uh, this is the last uh, the movie that I think everyone kind of watched before the before quarantine happened, which was Sonic the Hedgehog. Like we were talking, like we were talking because they just uh, what was it? Id Idris Elba just tweeted out like a picture of like Knuckles and stuff like that, or like yeah. the, the knuckle of Knuckles, which is funny and stuff like that. And I was just like, you know, just for promoing of uh, Sonic Two and stuff like that. And I'm sitting and going like. That was is this really what people are hanging their hat on? Is like because that made a lot of money and stuff like that in theaters, and then like during quarantine, Mortal Kombat came out, and like that was pretty good. I think it's I think it made a good amount of money as well. Yeah. And I, and I sit there and go, neither one of these movies I thought was like overly crazy or overly amazing or anything like that. I just thought they were like good and entertaining and stuff like that, which I guess you could also argue is is a lot of Marvel films as well. Like other than some Avengers movies, you could all you could always argue that, oh, they weren't like the best movies of all time, but they were entertaining. Very fair. So I, I just I just find it interesting that, I mean, oh, they, they're 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 putting this whole hypothesis on Sonic. And I'm just like, what a what a what a all in to on that to go in on. <laughs> I suppose so. I think another one of the things that majorly contributed to these movies' success is that they did a lot to really take feedback from fans and really communicated with people that were ultimately going to go see the movie. And I think that definitely helped it succeed. Yeah, I would agree with that, considering that remember when uh, the first uh, iteration of Sonic came out and everyone was just like, what the hell is that? I mean, people would have still gone and seen it. At, oh, like, absolutely! I, I want them of... to release—I want them to release the cut of that movie. <laughs> there are a bunch of like meme-seeking nerds like me and pa parents who don't give a shit that brought their like Alvin and the Chipmunks. The road chip made money. Like that was still gonna 
do okay. But it, it they they delayed it what was like a few months to a year, and it inevitably did way better than a lot of a lot of people were probably expecting. And people like me that were going to go to the movie and make fun of it went to the movie, made fun of it, but actually kind of enjoyed it at the same time. <laughs> I mean, they also embraced kind of like a meme culture, like they had Sanic in it and stuff like that. They did a couple other things, and I'm just like, that was amazing because it was yeah. like just funny jokes. And stuff like that, and I was just like, "That's great." Uh, uh, this is the kind of stuff that this, this kind of, this kinds of movies need to have, and stuff like that. Ah, I keep I keep hydrating now. Um. So the yeah, noises. I, <laughs> so I was I, I just found it, I just I just think it's kind of funny that you know that they do hang their hat on Sonic like that, and I think everyone kind of saw the Mortal Kombat, and I mean, like, it was even before Mortal Kombat, I mean, Borderlands the movie has been in production for how long now, and maybe even post-production at this point? But, yeah. uh... I mean, they're making a bunch of them. There's, um, that, there's the Uncharted movie, there's nope. the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Which, I did read there was, uh, their first show, uh, like, first bit of news on it and stuff like that, which was aka nothing in reality it was just like it was more confirmation that it's getting closer to being done i'm just like okay uh, okay <laughs> what what whatever so <laughs> that. uh but one movie uh i guess like it, it, i mean it's a video game movie free guy which i always like to call fall guy <laughs> for some reason because i think fall guys <laughs> yeah could you imagine if they made a fall guys movie <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> hey, they're not owned by Epic, so you know that could happen one day. Yeah, uh, we need a fucking Fall Guys versus Rabbids movie, <laughs> like an Avengers level mashup. There you go. Uh, so yeah, it's they they recently talked... line of dialogue in the whole thing. Sorry. There you go. It's just it's just a it's a bunch of noises. <laughs> There's a bunch of blobs screaming and pushing each other. Look, it could be just as I'll good as Wally. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I refuse. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that. That movie was so good. It was good, and it was very good. I remember. I remember when my parents were like. You sure you want to see this movie? I hear there's no talking in it and stuff like that. I'm like, do I give a fuck about if there's talking in it? <laughs> oh, that was kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, like the Fall Guys movies, the movie is just like flubber, but <laughs> video game based. And they replaced Robin Williams with Steven Seagal. I, I, I just like to think that Fall Guys movie, it would be like, You'd be like, oh, I can't stay on my feet. It'd be like an intervention of like people just trying of like these little beans trying to convince themselves to stand up on their own feet because they just fall over for no reason. That's their epic journey. Yep. Is to, is to get strong legs. It's all just like this workout session of their just their legs. And then you can play the song every day is like day. Starring Nick Cage. What is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what has this become there's got to be a full moon there's got to be <laughs> hey third tornado warning in uh three days Woo! gotta love sweet. it gotta love when it's so humid out 
I oh, love I, this podcast. I think, I think that I think that I think that's what I think that's what it is. The heat's getting to us. It's gotten to our brains and stuff like that. It's not even heat. It was just it's just humidity. Okay, so we know what the fall guys are doing. Where do the rabbits come in in this I, script? Uh, when Doctor Strange comes in, and it's and it turns out that both fall guys and rabbits become a part of the MCU. <laughs> this is multiverse of madness. What this, we're this is the multiverse of madness. When this when he madness. when when, when Doctor Strange goes into the universe of the rabbits and fall guys, and he goes, "What have I done? What have I done?" The Fall Guys are getting so good at legs and leg day that they're threatening the world with their stomping. So he gets the power, wields the power of the rabbits to stop. Them. No, no, no. The Fall Guy, the rabbits are the good guys, and the Fall and the Fall Beans are and the Fall Guy Beans are the bad guys. Where they create uh, the Infinity Boots and they recollect all of the Infinity Stones and they make boots because they're just so powerful with their legs. Would they want to destroy half the universe? Yeah, no, a, they would the, need to create a new universe where they fall constantly. There, there's got to be a full moon tonight. No more, uh, no more legs, and everyone is just bean. <laughs> they turn everyone into beans. They reveal the leader, and it's just Mister Bean. <laughs> and then the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things I thought would happen today, this is not the thing I thought we'd talk about. <laughs> this is a this is a weird one. We, I think we've gone yeah. we've gone well off the far end at this point. <laughs> uh, anyway, back back to back to free guy, not fall guys, free guy. Uh, and then that's be like, uh, you know, we're not. You know, not a sponsor thing, but unless you want to sponsor a free guy, I'm just saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> even though totally by the time they, they don't give a shit about us. But anyway, uh, uh, so they talk to the director. still they... waiting for the day that Don Cheadle enters chat and was like, <laughs> I know what you said. I know I know you called and me I'm a little ugly, dude. <laughs> I'm going to get you back. <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you, even though I know that's Liam Neeson. <laughs> Uh, okay, but anyway, they so director they had a they had a recent talk with the director and stuff like that, and he was talking about how difficult it can be to make video game movies. Uh, it's a whole thing. It's like a, it's literally like this five six page like whole conversation stuff like that, and can literally be summed down into like two like two basic points. Um, basically saying that expectations uh are are like when you when you when you're going off of like a game that has such such great lore and stuff like that so like he took uncharted for example because that's like a big one and stuff like that um and he also kind of worked on uncharted as well uh and he was talking about the differences between uh the two movies and stuff like that whereas he felt as the uncharted you have to hold true to the lore and the world and stuff like that that the game has where Mm -hmm. in free guy they basically had the idea they basically didn't have any restraints in them they could do whatever they wanted in a video game world and stuff like that. They basically made their own world and made their own rules. And they said, Oh, that was great. And stuff like that. And I'm just like, well, no shit. You, you made this thing. Uh, you're not going based off anything. Yeah. You had all creative freedom. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I just, I just, I was like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I, and I, and I asked myself, I was like, is it, 
really that hard to take a, take a, a game like the Uncharted series that basically already has written for you and stuff like that mm-hmm. and just movie adapt that. I really don't think it's that hard. I mean, no, like if it, it'd be terribly easy to like take it. Let's take the game Uncharted for cut out all the fat and keep mainly the cinematic stuff that happens in game. You could absolutely make like a two, two and a half hour movie off of that easily. Yeah. So, and I, I uh, like, obviously like it takes, yeah, it takes like a lot of camera work and stuff like that. You need CG and stuff like that. That's what I'm not saying, but it's like the, the idea to just basically take the game and put well, it onto the screen with like maybe a few adjustments here or there of just like stuff that you want to change and stuff like that. But you also have to be careful yeah. what you change and stuff like that. Um, yeah. We're not saying making a movie is easy, but not by any oh, means. Absolutely. Um, but I, I, I can't help but think, because, like, for every time I hear a, a video game movie, the, the first thing that people always usually say is, like, oh, that was bad because of this. And so, like, that. like it was bad because, like, it, it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that. And I, and I, and I, I point to a lot of, uh, what was it? It was the the Tomb Raider. The recent Tomb Raider movie came out and stuff like that. Not too uh-huh. terribly long ago. I think that was what twenty eighteen. I want to say. Maybe I think it was, so. I think it might have been actually twenty nineteen. It might have been, been early twenty nineteen. I don't think it was because I think it was like late twenty eighteen or something like that. I think you're right. It says twenty eighteen here, March twenty eighteen. So no, it was like early okay. to mid twenty eighteen. Okay. So, but I remember seeing that. And I was just like, this is garbage. And, I, yeah. and one reason why I said that it was garbage, which I'm pretty sure you also know why it was garbage, is that they basically didn't hold true to the Tomb Raider, uh, you know, story and everything like that. And no, they didn't changed a lot of things. So there's always in in the movie, Laura finds her dad who is dead in every game. And stuff like that. Midway through the movie, she finds her dad just basically shipwrecked on the island or whatever. And I'm sitting here going, that's what? That's what? He's he's fucking dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the game, in all, in I mean, every single game, he's dead. I'm, he was killed by Trinity. Yeah. It's like, like her, like the whole reason that she's, do- she does all these things basically. Another one of the problems I have, and it absolutely affected this movie too, is a lot of them feel like they can coast off of the success of the franchise just because it's a franchise. Mm. And I see this happening again and again and again. And it's odd, like this movie is obviously going for like the newer Tomb Raider games to base off of. But like, if you just took the story of the first game in the Tomb Raider reboot and just made that made that a video game, it would be awesome. It'd be great. Just like. Uh, just like having Laura getting trapped on this mysterious island where this there's this evil cult or whatever, and her having to fight her way out off of the island, like that would have been a great movie. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, you could have said it doesn't have a ton of substance in it, but you could make a really cool movie off of something like that. Look, all, all the, and this is where you have creative freedom, where it basically how she gets there and stuff like that. Usually, the part where where the player is playing the game and stuff like that, doing all the open world stuff. And just finding all these things and all that and all that stuff. That's where you can have like kind of your creative freedom to do to do whatever. Yeah. So 
And yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Like there is easily there. I feel like there's enough content that they could probably have made to for it to at least been in like an hour and a half movie. Yeah. And it was also. Why you go ahead. Uh, okay. Well, it was also just like they spent the first half hour just ex- introducing the character Laura Croft. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but for most people probably watching this movie, we already know who Laura Croft is. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> there, there it's, was that. It's like, we don't need this giant prologue where you explain to Tomb Raider fans who the Tomb Raider is. We, we kind of have an idea. Yeah, we know we know who Laura Croft is. You don't need to tell us. <laughs> we know who she is. Uh, like, the other the other big the, oh well here go go you you make your point. Well, the point I was going to make earlier is like well going going back to your last point like another reason why the Sonic movie worked so well is they didn't try to explain Sonic too much. He's a blue hedgehog that runs fast. Yeah, that's yeah. all we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't. They didn't waste much time on that, and I uh, I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but and then the other point that I, I I really had a problem with the Tomb Raider movie er, movie and stuff like that was that so you you know in 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 every game uh of Tomb Raider there's like this big important artifact and stuff like that that's supposed to be able to do like these supernatural things and stuff like that and they always say oh it's just you know it's, there's obviously a scientific reason stuff like that only for towards the end of the game to for you to realize that it's not scientific it, it's it is supernatural and stuff like that it is in yeah. like it is like a really powerful item and stuff like that uh in the tomb raider movie it was not it, they explained it as scientific stuff and only for it to turn out it was all just scientific and stuff like that and i'm just like what that's not what happens in all of the things and stuff like that like yeah it, it always ends up being something supernatural <laughs> so i i just like you completely missed two huge points of the uh, of the tomb raider games uh yeah i just i just feel like a lot of the people they hire to make some of these movies just don't give a shit about the franchise that they're that they're I, working on, honestly. I, I oftentimes wonder, I was like, have you even played a, a Tomb Raider game and stuff like that? Did you even, like, know who Laura Croft was prior to making this film? <laughs> a lot of times they don't, and it, it's frustrating to see because it's not good for the director, it's not good for the fans, and it's not good for the studio. Yeah, and considering uh, that people... Who, these... uh, you know, right, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. When you put all these factors together, you're you just wonder who's benefiting from this. And you, you got my point right there. I was like, who who is this for? Who's because obviously you're making this movie to get Tomb Raider fans in there and stuff like that, to get video game mm-hmm. fans in there and stuff like that. That's your target audience, right? Yeah, that's what I would say. So then, you, but then you make the movie as if a, a complete idiot that just came off the street was like, oh, well, this movie looks cool. And stuff like that that had never heard of Laura Croft or had never heard of Tomb Raider and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't think that happens as much as they seem to think it does. No, not at all. I'm hoping we'll see the Sonic movie will lead to kind of a resurgence in this like video games movie media. And we see more and more people starting to listen to the fan bases that they honestly should be trying to advertise to. And, We're already and kind I, of seeing it with uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. 
and yeah and i and i think i think you're exactly right that it it, it, it kind of shifted i feel like after that tomb raider movie and stuff like that they kind of realized that obviously we had these we had this in the wrong hands and stuff like that and then sonic came out and then uh mortal Kombat also came out mid pandemic and stuff like that and it was honestly a pretty good movie i i, I thoroughly enjoyed it um you know it's weird when you make a movie that people are bound to like, you're going to make money from it. Yeah. That's and how it, movies work. And for the most part, it held true to what Mortal Kombat is. Now, granted, they didn't have mm-hmm. a big tournament to what everyone was hoping for, but, I mean, they kind of had, like, a mini one mid-movie and stuff like that. But it was like, oh, they, you know, they awaken to their power and stuff like that, Mark of, the Dra- Mark of the Dragon or whatever and stuff like that. And I don't know that much about the Mortal Kombat lore, but they dumbed it down enough to the point where... If you even know what Mortal Kombat is, you probably know. You you could probably follow along with what it was. Um, yeah. What was it? They had the uh, they had the backstory of uh, the Scorpion, the guy the guy who becomes Scorpion and stuff like that. I I don't remember his actual name. Um, and like him and Sub Zero and like that whole rivalry and stuff like that and like what happened mm-hmm. there. I had no idea. I'd never played him. I I played Mortal Kombat. I have no idea what the lore was and stuff like that. So kind of. Even just seeing that, it's like, and obviously it was like the big part of the movie and stuff like that. And that's why they wanted to make sure that everyone watching this probably understood that. And that's like, and that's one of those things where it wasn't, it didn't take them a half hour to do that. It took 10 minutes, not even, I think it took like seven minutes to, to, to get the point across. Cause I think that was like the prelude to like the entire movie. I think I'm pretty sure I, I only really watched that once, but I thought it was like a good thing to put in and stuff like that. Whereas yeah. like, I, as like I said, in like the Laura Croft thing, it took him a half hour to introduce who Laura was. And I'm just like, no, it's no. So that was nice. And then it was yeah. like, you know, tournaments, the, the different powers holding true to what those powers are and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It was just like, I, th- I just felt like it was a good way to make, and clearly people who had who had their hands on the Mortal Kombat movie knew what what Mortal Kombat was and basically recreated that on on screen. I don't know, would you agree with yeah, that? I, I I agree completely. My um my question for you though is do you, is this a, is this a bleh, can't talk. Is this a trend that you see continuing? Do you think uh, I mean more and more studios are going to see this and keep following that example and we'll get like the Mario movie on like par with, well, it's a bad example. It's being made by illumination. Um, <laughs> like uncharted movie it, it, to the uncharted um, borderlands. You know, do you think we'll be getting like good movies out of them because of movies like this? I, I hope so. I, 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 I think, and, and, and it seems like that's the trend that all these directors and, and like movie people seem to think it is uh mm-hmm. and stuff like that they 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 saw it for years and years and years video game movies being absolute garbage because like like we stated it just it wasn't in the hands of people who either knew what the franchise was or just didn't care and were just like oh you know it's mario let's just make a movie and stuff like that and make the goombas like fucking monsters <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, that movie that Nintendo was so amp- made Nintendo so apprehensive about anyone using their characters ever again, oh, and I 100%. don't blame them. I do not blame them for one second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was a huge nerd when I was a kid. I got so excited picking up that movie, being like, "Yeah, it's Mario. It's gonna be awesome." 
I didn't know it existed until I was 15. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I said, what? There's a there's a Mario movie? Well, I gotta watch this. Watched it. And I was like, that was shit. And I was a kid, and I thought everything was good, and I thought that was shit. <laughs> Dude, I was a big fan, fan of video games when I was a kid, so I would go out and buy, like, watch all the video game movies, and all of them I absolutely hated. I, oh. I could not stand the Laura Croft movie. Yeah, that was probably my favorite out of all of them. But like I saw shit like Blood Rain. I saw fucking whatever the fuck. There was a lot of them. Yeah. And and, and I and just getting back to your point of whether or not we you know, you see these movies becoming bigger things and stuff like that, that uh, and, and stuff like that. I think it does because become a bigger thing, mainly because like we, like I stated with Marvel, is that basically they they made Marvel films from nerd culture to culture. Like it's it, it's yeah. something that everyone looks forward to whenever there's a new movie, TV, um, Disney Plus series or whatever coming out and stuff like that. Like it's no longer like oh you're a freaking nerd, you know you like Marvel and stuff like that. You like comic books. I'm like no, everyone likes comic books. It seems nowadays. So it's like a massive shift in what nerd culture is and just being widely accepted. Yeah. Dude, something I for completely fucking forgot to mention. Uh like but we've been talking about like um the best examples being like Mortal Kombat and Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I completely forgot we had like shows like The Witcher and Castlevania and fucking Detective Pikachu. All like great products. That's true. I wasn't a huge fan of Detective Pikachu, but I also didn't think it was necessarily a bad movie. I was just like, eh, you know, I'm kind of in the same place. And it's kind of like how I thought about Sonic and stuff like that. I was like, I didn't think this was necessarily a great film, but I thought it was entertaining. Whereas Detective Pikachu, I was like, eh, I was, there was a few laughs here and there and stuff like that. And I was just like, eh, I I don't know if I'd ever go watch it again, but I was just like, if I see it on, I'm like, eh, Detective Pikachu. Sure. Why not? So, yeah, the, there's there's that one. I completely forgot about the, the Witcher series and stuff like that. And there's but there's season two coming out, not too much longer, I think, as well, isn't there? Yeah. So there's there's that. Yeah, CD Projekt Red probably wants that one to do well. <laughs> they probably get royalties from it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I and I and I, I just point to movies and stuff like that rather than tv series but yeah i totally forgot about those ones um yeah i i just hmm. so i oftentimes point i often like he like going back to like the interview and so he's like oh you're limited to such constraints and stuff like that is basically what he was saying and then it was it was hard to kind of i don't know have the thing and so and i think this is kind of like i remember talking to evan about how directors just seem to always want to do their own thing and stuff like that rather than just follow what's there even though what's there is probably way better than anything you're going to come up with yeah um so i think that's partially what it comes down to it's like everyone is that if the director does know what it is they tend to just want to do their own thing which i'm just sitting here going like okay why can't you just make what's there i can kind of, kind of see where they're coming from because every director that's out there to some extent i couldn't see them wanting to make like their mark on history 
it's like they're, they're finally getting the opportunity to make this big budget movie and they want to put this on their own twist on it the problem uh the problem that they're not uh seeing is the main audience that you're trying to like fucking appeal to isn't isn't necessarily going to enjoy like whatever you come up with like they don't like you and what you do as a director they like this franchise and the kind of stories that this franchise tells so like by staying true to that you're going to eventually create a fan base for yourself maybe eventually you do create your own thing you get like um you're fucking one for you one for me kind of deal yeah but like this it, it, it's just going to get you nowhere and you're just going to make everybody hate you when, when your target audience is a specific fan base of a, a video game and stuff like that, like you just said, they don't want to see the change. They want to see it kind of verbatim in, in a way. And I'm not saying that they can't change some things or have some creative freedoms. Like there is times like, especially in like open world games where you could probably have some good creative freedom when you get from getting to point A to point B and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just when you ultimately change major factors in a movie and stuff like that going back to the 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 tomb raider movie like laura's dad being alive and you know the big thing not being supernatural i'm like those are big important things that you can't really change even if you want to like they're just kind of what tomb raider is and stuff like that or what made laura what she is and stuff like that and i'm just like to change that completely just takes the whole fan base out of it like that yeah yeah you know it's a movie that probably did it worse than tomb raider did was I, I i looked up video game movies and i just got reminded of this one. Oh god i never watched this one because people always told me it was really not great that i saw it on open I saw it, it on opening night just just so you know other people can know what we're talking about we're talking about the world of warcraft, world of warcraft. movie yeah uh and, that and there was, was very not good. There was people that were trying to tell me that, you know, they actually liked it and they thought it was good and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I don't know that much about World of Warcraft lore to know or care or want to go see it or anything like that. So I just kind of left it alone and stuff like that. And I was just like, I kept the people kept telling me, yeah, it was not good. And I'm just like, OK, then I, I definitely don't want to go see it then. I feel like a lot of people that didn't know Warcraft was probably could have enjoyed that movie but for people that did love the franchise and knew the kind of like what was going on for them it's obviously going to be a fucking shit show because this is nothing like the thing that you like that loved so much aside from maybe visually yeah so again it comes back to them just changing very crucial things in in the stories that are very much written very beloved and stuff like that so i'm sitting going okay like I said, how hard is it to take this and translate it onto the screen and stuff like that? I really don't think it's that difficult. It's just that no. I, I think it's that mentality of a director that was basically going, well, I don't want to be told what to do. I want to do my own thing and stuff like that. It's that kind of that idea of it. And I'm just like, dude, just understand what you're making. I don't think you're quite understand that or or you're obviously not a fan of what you're making because you, you want to change all this stuff that's kind of important. So I think, it all, again, it ultimately comes down to being put in the right hands um, when it comes to making these types of movies. 
which is interesting because Borderlands yeah. is being made in house. Like Gearbox is making it themselves, basically. Like they or they're overseeing basically everything of the Borderlands movie. So I'm very curious as to how that will turn out. Um, and ultimately some of the choices that were made. And I and I know I, I think I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the on the podcast. I'm pretty sure I have that uh uh what oh god, I'm blanking. Who the guy who play the guy's playing Roland. What's his name again? Um, uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin, no, it's not. What? No, no. What? I was, I was like, Kevin <laughs> Smith. I'm like, what the? I was like, I don't know. Kevin that's Hart, right? Kevin, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. I was like, it's. Ke- I know. I was like, it's Kevin something. I was like, Smith is not. I was like, did you just mix Kevin Hart with Will Smith? Is that what happened there? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, Kevin Hart. Like, I, 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 I I'm not. I'll 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 say right now I'm not the biggest Kevin Hart fan and stuff like that. I don't he's he's a good actor, but I feel like he does a lot of comedy in places where I'm just like, just shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> he's very much a comic actor. Uh so for him to be playing Roland just feels odd <laughs> to me. Like that that's yeah. it's the one thing I'm really questioning about the Borderlands film at this point. Like I think every other character is pretty solid at this point, like for who's playing who. The Kevin Hart one is just I I I have it's my doubts. I have yeah. I have my doubts. So like I feel like there were other actors and obviously they wanted a black actor for this, which is fair because you know Roland's black and stuff like that. Yeah. Um that I felt like could have played the role I don't know if I could say better because I haven't seen Kevin Hart's performance, but just I feel like would fit the role a little better. So I'm holding out hope, but I have my doubts it is, is basically what it comes down to because I don't know if his personality and obviously his physique does not fit, you know, the role we know for in, in the Borderlands games. Maybe it'll be CGI to a certain extent. Ooh, I don't know how much I like that then <laughs> because CGI can be really good and really bad all at the same time. <laughs> and I feel like they don't want to spend that much money on that, mu- that much more money on special effects than they absolutely need is, is my whole thing. So. I also wonder if that is the case and it is CG, how much is Roland actually going to be in the movie? <laughs> He's only in the intro and the whole movie is about tiny Tina. Oh God. I, and that's another thing. I'm like, what? I, I don't even know what like the story of the borderlands movie is is and stuff like that well obviously it's pre-borderlands too because roland's there and stuff like that but like yeah. when is this tap i don't is it is it between borderlands one and two is it, it, it like and it's the, its own story or is it like borderlands one or what the hell it's about, is it it's called tiny tina's new podcast <laughs> no it's just uh it's just a badass in bunkers uh uh movie where it's just like they're just playing badass in bunkers and it's like it's just the tiny tina's uh assault on dragon keep or whatever because it's basically just a giant ad for the new game i thought that's that, that sounds fucking rad I'll it does sound that. rad I, I will definitely i would definitely watch that if that's the case but i i would just find it funny if that was <laughs> that would be the case <sighs> so yeah it's just one of those things that i i'm kind of glad it's being handled by gearbox because i feel like they'll want to hold true to what borderlands is but at the same time my a little questionable decisions on this one but 
I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold my reservations on how I feel about it until I watch the movie. Yeah, because like I said, I wanna I don't want to judge Kevin Hart for a role that that I haven't even seen yet. <laughs> uh, I don't know what other what other games I guess would you want to see being made as like a a movie and stuff like that that were that if they were put in the right hands if if they felt like if. If Halo, if if a Halo movie was being made, and I know that they've made it like is. TV series and stuff like that, and they are making it, no, I, yeah. they're making a movie right now. That's yeah. right, they are making. Uh, there is it being made by three four three or Microsoft or being overseen by it? Do you know? Uh, let me take a look. I'd be curious to know if that was the case, because if if these movie studios get basically the okay, or just like if all of a sudden like all these like uh, uh, game developers and stuff like that start showing an interest in making movies and stuff like that, or just working oh, no, with directors. Never mind. Oh, it was canceled. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the right hands, it'd be fucking amazing. Like I, uh, like, have or, you watched the cinematics? from like halo, the uh, halo Two remastered. Yeah. Yeah. The, the lore that's there is really, really fucking good. They have a ton of books that they could easily make great movies out of. So the foundation is there to make great movies. They just need to get the right people behind it. It's either I feel like it's either that or you just need like oversight from the from the developers and stuff like that. Kind of yeah. like here's like what the game is and here's like what it is and stuff like that. And like when decisions are made, it's like, oh, I think that'd be a great choice and stuff like that or and stuff like that. Just people overseeing it, even if you don't necessarily put it in the right hands. Obviously, you want it in the right hands, but if you yeah. can't quite get it, I guess the next best thing would be oversight by the developers themselves or the publishers or whatever. Especially because, like we said, it it seems like everyone is excited for video game movies. Um, whether that's Sonic's doing or if it's just kind of like Marvel hitting their pinnacle with Endgame and then kind of just everyone just kind of like taking a break or kind of just... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's just like the lack of in between that Marvel's kind of had over this whole pandemic. Like Black Widow came out at the beginning of this month. Yeah. And I have no idea what the Not. numbers numbers were done on Black Widow, but it was the first Marvel movie that happened in almost in, in since since quarantine basically. And even before that, I think there was a cuz like when was the last Marvel movie prior to uh Black Widow? I think it was like I, I think it was the new Spider-Man movie, wasn't it? Was it? Was it Far From? Or no, that was not Far From Home. Or yeah, it was Far From Home. Um, was that the one? I probably think so. I think I think yeah, you're right because yeah, that one. was that was the epilogue of Endgame. That's right. Huh. So yeah, and when when did that one come out again? 2019. What 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 went like when in 2019? I think it was like I thought it was early or. I think it was very early, yeah. Yeah, I think it was like, I want to say like February. Let's take a look. Like I July. Know it, July. So it's mid. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, from that point to Black Widow, it was, it was quite a distance. It was almost like two years. It was two years. Now that I think about it. A little over. Okay. 
We're apparently getting three more Marvel movies this year. Yep, there is, uh, what is it, Shang-Chi? Uh, Shang-Chi coming out in September, The Eternals The in Eternals, November. and then the No Way Home. Another, yeah, another Spider-Man movie. Yeah. We don't have trailers for any of these aside from, well, we have trailers for both The Eternals and Shang-Chi. Don't have a trailer for Spider-Man for Spider-Man. Everyone's kind of thinking that it's like, I, what, was, what did I hear recently? That there was uh, people talking about that it probably be on the end of Eternals, and I'm just like, that feels late. It know. comes out literally the next month. Hey, I, why would they wait that long? Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, okay, I I could maybe see it after Shang-Chi comes out, maybe. I don't know. I even feel like that's a little late, but whatever. I yeah. mean, it's Spider- I, I think I think it just has the, the name Spider-Man on it, and everyone's just going like, yay, Spider-Man. I mean, we'll figure something out, Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't have to be good. The other Spider-Man three was. <laughs> do you think it's the curse of the three when it comes to Spider-Man's? Oh, I definitely do. Because you know there was uh, the the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, and then then three wasn't good, and three was never made for the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> and this will be. And then this will the be the third one for Amazing Spider-Man 3 was trash. I'm glad they I, didn't make that. After I did read that read that script, I was like, yeah, I'm glad they didn't make this now. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad. So, yeah, if you have not, uh, I mean, it's out, it's out on the internet. If you have not read the, uh, for the script for Amazing Spider-Man 3, it was, uh, it was not going to be all that great. So, be, be thankful that we never saw that Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I I guess we could talk. How do we get onto Marvel? I I don't, I, I don't know. I think I think we I think I talked about it because it's like oh everyone's kind of looking for the next big thing because Marvel's been on this you know hiatus because of the pandemic. Oh yeah, something I was gonna say to movies that games I like to see in the movies. Um, I don't think Gears of War would, but like fucking um, God of War, uh, Ratchet and Clank. I think those would both be pretty great movies if they were done well. I mean, Ratchet and Clank already is a movie, isn't it? Like they had a movie. They they did. Not that long ago. I don't know if it was any good. It really wasn't. But hey, they can always try again. True. Apparently the Sly Cooper movie still exists. Really? That's freaking wild. They didn't. Like fucking, uh, dude. What if that's what if that's how they what if that's how they announce the next Sly Cooper game? Is that they put out the movie and then they're like, "Yeah, Sly Cooper's back, baby." (laughs) Oh yeah, no, I'm wrong. They canceled it. I was like, man, I'll be like, I want to see that cut, even if it is bad. (laughs) There's just some things I want to see. Did all the work for it? Exactly. Put out a trailer already. Oh god, yeah. Oh boy. There was uh so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what other games I'd want to see. Like you made good points like God of War and you know Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that and retry on Ratchet and Clank if they wanted to. Maybe like a Crash Bandicoot movie that would be kind of cool. Maybe. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of fun. I know. I know a lot uh, the common answer to this question is obviously going to be The Legend of Zelda. Hmm. I have a bad feeling that movie would just suck so hard, no matter how hard they tried to make it good. I kind I kind of agree with that. I, I I just 
I, it's one of those games that I don't think actually has a good film adaptation to it. Yeah. And it's very odd to say, but I think it, I think it's 100% true. Could you imagine if Link just started talking in the movie? <laughs> yeah, th- that's the thing. They can't have that. <laughs> it needs to, to be a silent protagonist. He has to be a silent protagonist. And all you hear is Navi going, hey, listen. <laughs> On the polar opposite, what are some games that would make terrible movies? Terrible movies? I don't even... Boy. Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks would be a great film. Yeah, that's the worst part. That'd be like the Um, best kids film to a video game movie, I feel like. (laughs) Honestly, you know what my answer is for that question? Yeah. What would be make a terrible movie? It'd be it, it would be Mario. There's so little that you can do with that concept. Pretty and yet much. it's ex, it ex- We we get we get what the what the uh, you know original Mario movie is. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's always it's always interesting. It's like, oh, you know, there's a lot of movies I feel like we would make great movies, but at the same time, you're right. I think there'd be a lot of movies that would not make great movies. I'm I think I ever to think of them though. Do you ever think they go retry on Assassin's Creed at some point? Maybe they'd have to do everything, not what they did with the new one. I remember actually walking out of that movie. I was like, this movie is giving me oh, yeah. a fucking headache. I, I cannot finish it. I was so excited to see that they were making an Assassin's Creed movie, and I and I was going to go watch it opening weekend, and then I, I, I think something came up, and I wasn't able to. My uh, cousin ended up going to see it, and he said it was fucking awful, and I was just like, all right. terrible. And I was like, so all bad. right, I guess I don't need to go see it then. Good to know. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I... Boy, got me. You got me from that other one, dude. Honestly, if they made a Conqueror's Bad for a Day movie and had like <laughs> JG Quintel write the script for it or even direct it, I would be so fucking over the moon for that. That think, needs to happen now. Do you think they ever retry on the on the Halo movie at some point? I think I mean, Microsoft, maybe. You think Microsoft will ever retry on that? I mean, I mean, they've approved projects for it before. Like we have uh, fucking Forward Unto Dawn. We have Nightfall. Both of those are decently good. Halo Legends is really good, so I could see them giving it another try. I think I think if this whole if this whole video game movie craze kind of really takes off, I feel like a lot of a lot of big developers, a lot of big companies will try and cash in on this. Yeah. They just need to remember, like, these things, they will make a ton of cash. They only can if they're good, though. The, the days of these video game movies being cash grabs, I think, is, is long over. And I thankfully think that audiences are a bit smarter than they used to be. At I least think, that's what I'm hoping. I think they're looking for a bit more and stuff like that. Like, it, if it... Like like we said, if it holds true to the game, I feel like you'll be more likely to go watch it than if it just completely and utterly changes a lot of things. Yeah. Like if all of a sudden in the, in like the Halo movie they kill Chief, and I'm just like, what the fuck? 
they would do fucking test screenings at barge into the production room being like change this shit it's right like, now what the fuck is this get chief out there he lives he always lives <laughs> chief never dies I mean, they could totally even let's just like go back to the older games, make a movie that's a combination of like the stories from like two and three, and make it about like Chief versus Tartarus and the Arbiter. That'd be, oh my god, I want that movie now. That sounds <laughs> fucking sick. I would love that. Yeah, yeah it'd be... Uh, be something. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I feel like there's a ton of possibilities, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how many of these would work out. Yeah. Obviously, it, story it all ones. depends on it all depends on the studios themselves and the people behind the project. Hmm. Do you ever think they make a Horizon Zero Dawn movie? I feel like that's another one where it's like it's kind of hard to kind of. That's tough because. The way that story is structured just wouldn't lend itself well to a movie, I think. Yeah, I that's kind of what I was thinking. I think it would make a pretty decent, like, miniseries. That's true. Like, uh, like a show or something. If they wanted to do that, I think it'd work, that'd work out fine. Mm. I think if they wanted to do, like, a Last of Us movie, that'd probably work out a bit better. Oh, yeah, I think that would work out extremely well, considering how much uh, Sony seems to want to do stuff with The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh probably be a Are good they still one remaking the first game or did they say we're not doing that i have I no idea I, I haven't heard anything about that since like they basically like restructured toys for bob to be part of to be on that team basically what uh, toys for bob or toys no, for bob no toys for yeah that's i was thinking activation uh what the hell was there was they took from some oh the uncharted that's what i was thinking the uncharted team the team that was supposed to be working on the uncharted uh remaster or whatever no, I think it was. Who was Dude, that? I don't, I don't Days Gone. Let's see. Oh yeah, that was it. Ben right. Studio. That, That's that, right. They want. They gave them the opportunity to make their own game. Um, it didn't do well. They were like, "You guys are gonna work on Last of Us shit now." Yeah, that's what it was. I don't know why I was thinking Bob. That was a weird one for me. Yeah, and they just said they can't. They canceled the Uncharted uh, collection or whatever. Yeah, that's right. And that that was the point where all that news kind of broke out once too, and everyone was kind of like, "What the fuck, Sony? (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck are you doing?" It's like we get it. You know, you like The Last of Us. We like The Last of Us. You don't need to hammer it into the ground. I feel like (laughs) I feel like at some point they're going to go so hard in Last of Us that everyone's just like be like kind of what star wars was uh for a while there for a while there it was like just stop with star wars please we are so burnt out on it right now just take a break and re and refigure out what the hell you want to do with the star wars franchise they need to fucking do that with star trek now the fact that they're giving fucking alex kurtzman another five-year contract makes me so angry no, oh, I, I never cared that much about Star Trek and I never really got into it. So I don't know what's all going on there, but I know a lot of people will say that same thing. Uh, Ghost of Mozart gets more views than most episodes of Star Trek Discovery. That's wow. how it's fucking going. Oh, he, he wants to make 
He want, he's producing four new fucking Star Trek shows when very few people give a fuck about the three that he already made. Every Star Trek fan that's still tolerating the series is like, okay, you need to drop the this the, this timeline and go back to the roots of the series. No, wait, it's four new series that he's making on top of the three that already exist. And there are so many truckies uh, at... The mute, the few that remain that are just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm not. I'm straight up not gonna watch New Trek anymore. I cannot stand this show. Yeah, that's fair. Just you, uh, you saying all that. I'm just like, what? <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a big part of my life for a long time. So to see this happen is is very unfun. I I don't enjoy it uh, at all. I feel like I, won't I feel like I feel like Star Trek is just one of those uh, one of those series that basically will almost never die, but it will have like. But I feel like a lot of like Star Trek fans will are, are having hope that it will have like a renaissance in a way where it will be like, all right, we need to stop, rethink about what we're doing, and actually make it good again. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'll keep my hopes up, though. I'm not going to watch anything aside from New Trek now. Though, so, I I saw the trailer for season two of Picard. I still haven't seen finished season one, and I was like, "This is fucking stupid. I can't watch this." Oof. Uh. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Sorry, that was a tangent. I actually was trying not to go on, but oh, you're good. Uh, yeah, I I think. It's like, and it's very interesting, like, com like, kind of calling back to Free Guy for a second. It's just like, I, I oftentimes, it's, so this is like the idea of a general video game movie and stuff like that. Like, oh, the idea yeah. that, you know, an NPC becomes like sentient, I guess, and like tries to fight back on the game or whatever. I'm just yeah. like, I still don't know what the whole plot point is and stuff like that. I'm sure it'll be funny because, you know, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it and stuff like that. It's going to have. It already looks like it's very comics, comic centered and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like I'm going to watch it, but I'm sure the, it'll be uh, fine. The, that's another thing I want to ask you about for guy. Does that give you more or less hope? In I, terms don't, of the... I don't know exactly. I, 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 I think. Because when they do this shit, they're obviously trying to like appeal to us, right? Like, kind of, the kind of people that play video games. I yeah. have to assume that's the case, right? Yeah. But but then you see something like I know we are I know I'm talking about fucking Space Jam again, but it's a good example. It's a movie that came out recently. They did the whole video game thing. And I still have yet to watch that. All... Oh. That's fine. There's a lot I, of I already like, know what happens. There's a lot of there's this game in the movie and they try to really sell you on this thing that like it's a real thing. This guy, kid's going to E3 camp, and good for him. But uh, fucking, it's like games like that don't exist. You guys get that right? These games haven't existed since like the 16-bit era. Like these overly exaggerated, exaggerated like giant red arrows that make your character jump up super high. Yeah, and, and just like generic stuff like that. It's like. It, it, for me, is more or less a turn off because it's like, 
I feel like you're trying to appeal a bit too much to the point where it's almost cringeworthy. It's like video games don't do this. Yeah, it's, it's very much like the hello, fellow kids model of going about a film. I feel. Yeah, like going, what's up, my homies? And I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> but it's stuff like it's kind of like, oh, they're it's a video game, but they're also like dumbing it down or kind of making fun of like video games in a way and stuff like that. Like not really understanding like current video games and going for like an older style thing or like a, what they think video games are. So, uh, so we go ask the question again. Who is this for? I, I for all the all the people that meme up Space Jam and stuff like that. I feel like that was the whole reason they wanted to make a Space Jam. I really do think, like, okay, that 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 was the reason they made Space Jam too. Let let let's uh, let's put P- Space Jam aside for a minute. Pixels. Who was that movie made for? Pixels. That Adam Sandler movie? Oh, I never watched it. I'll fucking... Neither should have anyone else, but I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, boy. Like, I'll show you the poster, and you'll immediately recognize it. It's that really shit movie that had, like, Kevin James, and, um, what's his name? He was really good in Game of Thrones. I never watched uh, Game of Thrones, fucking... so I have no idea. Oh. Uh, Peter Dinklage, that's it. Included references to like Joust and Qbert, and we're like, "Yeah, the movie is going to be super successful because Pac-Man." Oh on yeah, there. I I so remember who is I re- that made for? I remember seeing this and going like, "What? No!" I and I and I, and and this is something that I think you're absolutely right. Is like, oh, they're kind of general, and this is why I kind of say they're kind of generalizing gamers and stuff like that, or like, yeah. you know. Like trying to, like you said, like trying to relate to, to to video games and gamers and stuff like that by going, look, there's Pac-Man, there's Qbert and stuff like that. And I'm just like, cool, but like you need a little more than you like what what's drawing me? You, you in? just what, can't what, what have Qbert on screen and be as have us be like, yay, Qbert. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, and think that we're on board anymore. And I'm just like, no. Like, I mean, that's. That'd be similar to being like, hey, we're making a medieval movie and people, everyone thinking like, oh, it's going to be like Lord of the Rings. It's going to be like a Lord of the Rings quality movie. It's like no one thinks like this. No no one thinks like that. Yeah. So. It, maybe this is maybe this is a changing of the guard type deal. I don't know. Maybe it's like where they move away from stuff like this and go more towards, you know, actually making making video game movies and and uh, actually kind of doing it right. We'll see. Uh, I hope so. That'd be nice. And like, and I guess like to kind of get back to your point is like what, who, like, as we were kind of like talking about pixels, then like who's free guy for and stuff like that. Like, is it, mm-hmm. is this kind of like the introduction to people knowing that this is kind of just a comedy, but also like, oh, introducing to what kind of video games are and stuff like that. Cause they said that they made their own like MMO RPG type game and stuff like that, combining a bunch of different elements from a bunch of different games um, that they all liked and stuff like that. So there's like elements from GTA. There's elements from like, even like red dead, there's uh you know, space stuff from like star Wars games and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I guess it's a little bits and pieces of everything else. So is it kind of just like an introduction 
type movie to video games in general. I don't know. What what are you, what are your thoughts? I guess. I don't know. I I think I think it very feels very much like a studio movie, and I'm not trying to bash it. I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be good. I'm, I'll put that out there. I think it'll be at the very least enjoyable. Yeah, I think it'll be at least but entertaining. It, but it feels like a concept that was made in a boardroom. I guess I guess you could say like people like us and like older. Uh, older like gaming audiences are going to be into it not necessarily because of the video game stuff but because like ryan reynolds reynolds is in it and we love him and he's super funny and then you have the younger audiences that are just super interested because it's like a it's like a video game movie and they like video games and apparently the guy that's making this is a gamer but it sounds like he, he, have... he, he, yeah, he kind of knows video games along with uh, he has a bunch of teams, a bunch of people that were basically like taking elements and giving him feedback and stuff like that. And then you have the parents that want to be cool parents being like, hey, fun comedy. Kids like video games, right? So it's hitting like all these audiences and it feels like it's a movie made to make money, if that makes any sense. No, I, I see your point. And kind of going back to our, one of our points before is that when you make a specific game, like a specific movie about a, a certain video game, so like, you know, you make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie and stuff like that, obviously you're going to probably hit, you know, the big Sonic fandom and stuff like that, the people who like Sonic and stuff like that. But also Sonic is a big enough I- icon of gaming, despite, you know, a lot of his games kind of being crap, but, you know, it's a recognizable character built in a lot of a lot of video game people that they're probably going to go see the movie anyway. So it's one of those things where it's a wide enough audience that it probably would be fine. But let's take Mortal Kombat, for example, then. I feel like there are a lot less Mortal Kombat fans than than uh, than that. But but in the end, I think it still gives that idea that, oh, it's a video game movie. So people are going to go watch it for video game movies, regardless of whether or not they actually know the lore of Mortal Kombat. Like me, yeah. I went to go see it and I went. And, and and I saw it because, oh, it's Mortal Kombat. I don't know much about Mortal Kombat's lore, but I still enjoyed the movie. Uh, I know a little bit about it and stuff like that. Each kind of a few things about each, some of the characters and whatnot. But for the most part, I'm pretty clueless. Um, so when it comes to a movie like Free Guy, it's kind of open range for anyone. Like you said, it it, hit, it appeals to a bunch of different people. Um my question for you then is if Ryan Reynolds wasn't like the, the main protagonist or whatever, and it was some random dude or whatever, do you think it would still sell like as big as it would be? Or do you think Ryan Reynolds is like, a, can be a, a key factor in whether or not this sells pr- very well. Ryan Reynolds was a key factor in a lot of movie success because of how good he is. And just like movie movies in general, like that, uh, like it sounds like I'm generalizing, but he he is just like a really great actor, and I feel like he fix, picks his scripts very well. Um, He's also a guy that does Ryan, comedy very well. I feel like. Yeah, I would say if he wasn't in it, like t- for me specifically, I would have no interest in this movie whatsoever. Like I I don't want to sound harsh, but like I've been burned with movies like pixels before and it's like okay that was crap the they and this would just seem to me like another movie that's trying to be a crash grab in the sense of it's trying to 
like pander to gamers in a way. And it's like I I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to spend waste my time watching something that's boring and terrible. So I think with Ryan Reynolds' inclusion, that definitely helps me out quite a bit more. What do you think about that? I I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds and stuff like that. Honestly, like I feel like his main role that he's known for is like Deadpool, which I've never seen. But like, I feel like he his Boy. name I I feel like his name is just recognized enough to to just kind of know. I feel like yeah. Um, it, it it would be very interesting to see if like any other person was in that was in that uh, same uh, in that same spot in the, in that same role. Would it do as well? And I'm sure they probably like when they were casting, you know, the guy the guy to be the free guy. They probably yeah. took that into consideration. So when I said he picks his scripts well, I kind of want to half take that back. Because I forgot that he was also in Green Lantern and X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> he ma- he makes fun of those things. Remember in all the like in the Deadpool stuff and stuff like that. He's like, that's yeah, why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm only half taking it back. Wasn't that like his start in like in like uh, acting or my or my like no. was he in a bunch of other stuff prior? He was in a bunch of stuff before that. Okay, well, show us how much I know about Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, you're doing better now, man. <laughs> and we're and we're very proud of you. Look, I didn't call him a little ugly dude. <laughs> and now I need to see what Don Cheadle is up to nowadays. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. What's he doing right now? I uh, anyway. Let's see. Like... <laughs> And and to get back to this and stuff like that and the, what the director said and, uh, like about how easy it was to make this video game movie as compared to other video game movies and stuff like that like like the Uncharted ones it, 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 whether it's creative freedom or whatever and them kind of just like they talked about them just kind of having fun on set and stuff like that and I'm just like I feel like you just it's one of those things where I just feel like that directors try and take a thing and just go too much into making it their own thing. And I feel like that's a system or at least that's the mentality that any director that is making these types of movies just kind of needs to understand that these things need to be somewhat like this. You can do, you can have a little creative freedom here and there, but there are just some things that need to be in this movie and stuff like that, because that's just how the world is. Yeah. So, and it, and like, and like I said, free guy is basically that it's like, you can do whatever, I guess, because there's no free guy game and stuff like that. This is their own concept that they made and their own game as they call it that, that, uh, that they made it from. So yeah, sure. I mean, I'll give it a chance and I think, yeah everyone's excited for it and i'm just sitting here going like i i don't know i know the theater is excited for it but i also know that's mainly because it's not going to be on any streaming services it's only in the theaters oh really yep only theaters there's it's not going to be on it's not on any uh streaming day one it's only in theaters day one so i think that's why they're excited for it because working working at the theater uh 
past like two weeks for uh, the release of Black Widow and Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Dead, just dead. I was uh, I was uh, talking to Nick, and he was telling me that yeah, they're unless unless it's like a Tuesday, they're not getting more than like a thousand people a day. Oh wow! Yeah. Jeez. And there used to be like these opening weekends, especially for Marvel films, like for like Black Widow, like a Saturday would be like at least a thousand easy. I feel like. Oh, easily. Aren't there a couple hundred seats in the? Well, no, that's that that'd be an exaggeration. I was going to ask if is there more than like a hundred seats in the uh, ultra screen? Ultra or is screen's it like just like a two hundred thirty something? I think. Okay. I was like, I know it's putting like the bigger theaters, like the ultra screen is like 230 seats. I think the super screen has like a little hundred, a little under, I think it's like 180 or something like that. And then theater. 10, so you're easy is, looking at a few thousand people. Then, oh yeah. yeah. Just from like a few screenings and stuff like that. The fact is it's just not selling means that these streaming services are playing more of a role than, than, uh, than I think theaters were hoping they would. Yeah. No. It's just but, easier to watch stuff at home. That, that's that's a whole nother can of worms and stuff like that. And I, I was talking to a couple of the theater associates and Henry um, and stuff like that about how, you know, streaming services might have just accelerated the death of theaters so fast now. And I think it was inevitable to begin with, but it's now just accelerated so quickly. What a fast pastor. Like I said before, I think they'll still definitely be around. I just feel like they're going to be a bit more of a novelty in the future. And with all these like companies trying to really push in to their uh, streaming services, I I agree. It's just accelerating that process, and because a lot of people would rather just watch it at home. Yeah, like Fast Food says, he he says he gets better better food at home too, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it also costs way less. You know, it is really funny because as much as I hate Disney for doing this, but by locking some of their movies behind like a $30 paywall on top of like the subscription to Disney Plus already, mm-hmm. I can still see why that'd be cheaper than taking like a couple kids to a movie theater in the end and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, say you were like taking your uh, like a family of four out to the movies and just buying like the tickets, like yeah. even if you're going to one of the smaller screens, it's like. Twelve dollars for two adults, and then what is it like? It's like nine dollars. It's nine dollars for a kid. Yeah. So you're looking at easily around forty dollars just for tickets, and then there's all the concessions you need to pay for. It it builds up quite a bit. So even if it's like thirty dollars, yeah, it's not money that you necessarily want to spend, but it might be money well spent. Yeah, exactly. We like fast pass. I got a family of five, you know, and then, ooh, yeah. You take you take that you take that family. You're uh, that's a lot of money right there. So, as much as compared to, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, compared to like fucking like, even if you're not doing the Disney Plus thing and doing movies like through HBO Max, that's like fifteen bucks a month, right? Yeah, and that comes with the service. Yeah. Uh, like the convenience of being able to like fire up the first Space Jam movie and then just being able to watch a brand new one like right afterwards, like it's amazing. 
they, they all want different candies. Oh, yep. no. They all want different candies. They all want their own popcorns. And boy, does that add up fast. So. But yeah, it, it, especially because like, you know, like, like we said, HBO Max is like there's no additional cost to watching their to the movies that come on there. And like like Suicide Squad came out and the first weekend for Suicide Squad at the theater was just abysmal like sunday like and i know i'm there on sunday and sunday is not usually like the busiest day of the week and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i'm still talking to like the uh, the operations manager and he's telling me that numbers are very low and for an opening weekend for i get that again suicide squad's not the biggest movie of all time i feel like a lot of people don't really care about it but it was still pretty anticipated to it still made a fuckload of money i'll tell you that yeah like not even necessarily from theaters either. It was it's off of off the, also off their streaming service. So shows that people are, I guess are still interested. I thought it was fun. I don't know. I I've, I I was told that the first one was not great and that I didn't really need to watch it, so I never did. And then I was just like, then the second one came out. Well, I was like, okay, well clearly it was good enough, I guess, to make a sequel. So I'm just like, maybe I should. I don't know. The Sylvester Stallone's shark was probably my favorite part. I, I, I just heard the Joker was like the worst part of it, which is like, ugh. But I, I don't remember him being in the new movie. Not in the new movie, but in the original. In the old, uh, old movie, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, it, yeah, I, I just... Boy, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting ride to see if theaters actually survive this and survive this whole wave and stuff like that, and especially if like, well, like we said earlier, like the Delta variant's kind of going all over the place and potentiality for another shutdown or just another new mass mandates are being handed out, you know, by a bunch of different states now. Yeah, and so I'm just like, it, it could happen. Yeah. It could happen yeah, again. I'd hate to see it, but it could happen. I still hold firm that theaters will stay around mostly as like a novelty. And I think if anything, we're just going to see a lot less being around. Yeah, I, I agree with that. either that or it'll be a lot less powered by like people like there'll be a few yeah. people there and then it'll be a lot of automation stuff like that, which will suck, but. I mean, that's, that's uh, I have a prediction that that's just going to happen to a lot of different industries in general. Oh, yeah. A lot of different, a lot of different industries are all, that's always a huge thing for a lot of, a lot of employees of like easy, easy to do jobs or something like that, or just stuff that could be easily automated and stuff like that. Yeah. It's always a big concern. What, what did I, what did I read recently that there was a lot of people that are calling, uh, that want to stop self-driving cars. I think it was a lot of like truck drivers want to stop the self-driving cars or like, they're just afraid that if self-driving cars are ever perfected, that it will, they'll just take the job of the truck driver, which I could see considering that they probably wouldn't, they would only need to really pull over for gas or if they're electric powered or whatever. And then, or, um, you know, they could just drive through the night and stuff like that. Cause you don't really have like to sleep or anything like that. Yeah. It's a concern and it's uh it's all the things that you know you always saw in like movies and stuff like that. And you just go, yeah, that is it, 
That's we're getting into we're getting into a weird territory because I figure when stuff like that happening that happens like at that point too many people are going to be out of work and we're we're gonna have to like reorganize how the economy works like completely. Yeah. So like that that's that's a I think I still think that's a ways out and it's gonna be very jarring to see how it's dealt with once we eventually do see that. And, and and you're absolutely right about that because there was like um what is it like delivery drivers were afraid that drones were going to start taking their jobs and so far that hasn't really been the case mm-hmm. at this point and I feel like while we're probably pretty far from perfecting drone technology uh, I still don't think that it would happen regardless maybe some deliveries but I don't see all of them no this is an interesting tangent we got on <laughs> Yep. And it all started with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, it did. Somehow. Why does it always come back to Sonic? <laughs> I don't know. He's the blue blur. <laughs> Sonic, the blue blur. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is my number one hope for the for this uh, Sonic 2 movie is for Knuckles to just go. More memes. You do not know the way. You do not know the way. You know they're going to. You, they got it, man. That's the best part. They have to. In some way, they have to include that. I, I just, I can't, I, I want them to do it so bad that I feel like it's going to be one of those moments where everyone in the theater is going to just burst out laughing or jump for joy. <laughs> it's it's going to, it's a weird time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, did you okay so Wait. quick quick question for you so, this is completely off topic um mm-hmm. in a way but when you go when you went to go watch incredibles 2 and stuff like that um mm-hmm. so uh, like we're we're in wisconsin stuff like that so there's a there's a joke later on in the movie that it was like oh like i think it was like elastic girls asking like one of the heroes brick or whatever like where are you from and he goes mm-hmm. wisconsin and every and every when i went to go see that like I think it was opening weekend. Everyone just went, hey! You know, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought it was funny, but like, it was just kind of like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, represent. Woo! <laughs> it's just, it was one of those weird things. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> Wait. What? I... That, did that happen to you? Was that only me? <laughs> No, that happened to me. I went to see the movie like three times and it happened each time. What I'm wondering is why did you bring it up? I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny. Like just really anything. I, it was just like one of those things where I was just thinking about people just like randomly jumping for joy in movies or whatever. And I was like the thing that popped in my head. Uh, now you know how my brain works. <laughs> I remember when Wonder Woman came out, I saw it with a bunch of friends and um one of them, right before the movie started, sneezed. Uh, someone all the way on the other side of the theater said, uh, bless you. He goes, thank you. And the entire theater starts belly laughing. <laughs> like, people are trying to watch the movie, and there's just, like, like this eruption of laughter. Because they just, <laughs> I guess people thought that was that shit was so funny. I don't oh, know. What am I, what, uh, kind of going on that one, there was, like, you know how... Uh, Greg Marcus always comes in front and goes like, "Hey, I'm Greg Marcus," and then says like his own little thing. And he before each movie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what movie it was, but I went to go see it with my brother, 
and it was like, and he goes, hi, I'm Greg Marcus. And then somebody in the theater goes, hi, Greg. <laughs> it just screams it at the top. of so it's like, we're all just laughing. <laughs> and then he goes, and he's like, all right, and enjoy the movie. And he goes, and then the guy goes, bye, Greg. <laughs> it's like, it was so stupid. Yet it was so funny. He must have been drunk. I refuse to believe otherwise. <laughs> it was a kind of a late night show. I will say that. <laughs> oh. Good times. It's just weird times, but good times. <laughs> All right, now that I think we've sufficiently gotten off topic, <laughs> I don't know. The you got whole it. whole podcast has been dude. Off the topic. whole this this is a, this was a weird podcast. I'm gonna say it right. We got <laughs> off on way too many tangents. We got really weird. It got it's got to be a full moon. It just straight up. It's got to be. <laughs> Dude, wait, we still need to talk about Persona. We hit Dude, every Persona single movie. bingo tile. <laughs> bingo! They already they already made they already made the anime they already made the anime. Although like hey, you know, the royal anime could happen. Yeah, we get, get the like live action movie, what treatment, whatever. Or uh <laughs> well did they have like a Persona 4 play or something like that? Persona 4 cart. No, didn't they have like didn't they have like a live like a live action like play that was like had like a screen behind it like and stuff like that so whenever they like summoned their personas or something like that? I don't me and Andre were talking about it and like if they actually like made like a Persona 5 variation of that, I think that would be kind of cool, but at the same time, like yeah. I feel like it'd also be really weird. <laughs> I can't find anything about it. I know I've seen clips from it. I know it exists somewhere in the world. Okay. I think it was only it would always it only had like a few shows and I think they were all in Japan. Which would just make sense. Wait, Persona did get a movie? No, wait, this isn't based off the video game. I don't know. Probably. Okay. I I just know about the animes that they all have, but hey. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, there there we talked about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I will say though, if we are getting closer to that uh September uh Whenever they're doing that uh, first reveal in September, so that's pretty hype. Oh, they're doing a reveal. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, for the 25th anniversary, they said the first one's going to be in September. We're getting a lot of uh, like gaming showcases recently. Apparently, like f for the Game Awards or something, Xbox is going to do their own big showcase pre-show. Uh, either that or some. Hmm. No, it's a Gamescom thing. And then oh, we're yeah. getting a new State of Play soon. That's apparently going to. Talk about abandoned and, I guess, God of War. So that's I guess, cool. I guess the Game Awards are just going to be like a second E3 or whatever. I guess so. I I don't mind. Yeah. If there's stuff to show, I I I I will I will watch it. So is that? Um. Uh, I also just kind of going back to the Persona stuff and whatever. There was just like. I remember seeing like uh what is it game rant things and like oh here's the reasons to be excited for Persona and stuff like that because there's this big reveal happening in September I'm like yeah no shit it was advertised so long ago the only reason that you need to be excited for Persona is that it's Persona exactly <sighs> okay you want to end the podcast now yeah I guess we've been going for long enough haven't we we somehow made this 
almost a two-hour fucking podcast. I knew we'd talk a while. Oh, I, I figured we'd talk a lot about movies, but then we got off on weird tangents about Fall Guys and Rabbids and Multiverse of Madness, and that was just, that wasn't even the pinnacle of it. <laughs> that was a fun discussion, though. That was I a, thoroughly enjoyed that. I, I, just, uh, I'm going to listen to this back, and I'm going to go, what the fuck was I on? <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, I uh, I think that'll do it for all for us. I can't even talk at this point. That'll do it for us. Uh, be sure to follow Tom Cruise Can't Lose at his Twitch channel, uh, Twitter, whatever. Uh, I guess it, well, your your Twitter name is Tom Cruise Can't Can Win, can't not can because can't he couldn't win. fit Can't Lose. <laughs> My at is Tom Cruise Can't Lose. That's true. So, I guess you can search it up. Wait, no. Way. My Twitter name is can't, Tom Cruise Can't Lose, and then my at is Can Win. Yeah, I think you said something when I asked that about. They, they said it was yeah. like too long or something like that. Yeah, it was too long. <laughs> they wouldn't let me. <laughs> they like no, shorten it. <laughs> too much to type. Oh, but yeah. Otherwise, uh, be sure to follow uh, Twitch.tv slash TheGamer124 to you know join in live on the on the podcast like Fast Faster where we can talk about you know uh, how it's really expensive to take a whole family of five on a trip to the movies. Yeah, and other stuff. And maybe we maybe you could get into this madness that was the Rabbids Fall Guys Doctor Strange crossover that we just magically decided was going to be a thing, and now. All I'm saying, multi multiverse of madness. If you don't do it, we're coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. They have Don Cheadle to protect protect them. He already has a vendetta against us. <laughs> He's already coming for me. You do it, you bitch. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, we'll see y'all next week uh, for more gaming stuff and whatnot and maybe we'll talk about random bullshit like this again <laughs> uh, bye bye what is wrong with us it's like Don Cheadle is waiting outside of your apartment in a van right now just like on a hacker computer whatever it's, it's like, like he's planning I'm taking, something I'm taking this fucker down <laughs> <laughs> He he's gonna call me stupid again. I know it. I just know. I just know he's gonna call me a little ugly dude again. <laughs> oh, he's no. coming for you in the fucking Cheetle mobile. <laughs> <laughs>